Hello, and welcome to Call to Action, a School Sisters of Notre Dame Central Pacific podcast. Hello, today we have Sister Jan Gregorczyk on the podcast. Sister Jan founded Global Partners Running Waters, which is an affiliated ministry that does water projects in Guatemala. So she's going to be talking all about the founding of that ministry and how that falls into care of creation. Please enjoy. All right, Sister Jan, thank you so much for being here today. Can you introduce yourself? Well, good afternoon. I'm Sister Jan Grigorsich. I'm speaking to you today from my home in St. Francis. I have worked in various ministries. I began as a primary teacher and then moved into pastoral ministry, did mission work then for 12 years in Guatemala, after that began what is called uh, Global Partners Running Waters, which is an affiliated ministry of the School Sisters of Notre Dame. I am now in the process of handing over that ministry to younger people so that it can continue. Awesome. Thank you. So we'll start by talking about care of creation, which is one of the main focuses of the School Sisters of Notre Dame. So what does the term care of creation mean to you? Well, first of all, I just take the word care. If I care for somebody deeply, I really want the best for them. And that's what care of creation means for me, wanting the best for God's creation. You know, a long time ago, I think you probably know our constitution, you are sent. And I've <laughs> I put my own words in it. The whole section on prayer, paragraph 31, it says sacred scripture, the living word of God, is vital for our life and prayer. And I've always changed that to say the sacred scriptures of the universe. Because God just speaks to me so much through nature. And especially now during this COVID time, when there is so much pain, it's nature that can be so healing. You just, I just sense God's presence in the beauty of nature. So care of creation means not only caring for the human creation, but for the earth. Without the earth, we wouldn't have anything. Definitely. Thank you. And so you mentioned that you founded Global Partners Running Waters. So can you tell us all about that? Sure. Um, well, it was my, my call to Guatemala after working 12 years in Guatemala and returning to the States. It was our provincial at that time, Sister Marilyn, who asked if there would be some way that I could continue the mission. And it took, um, took some time. I gathered some friends together and we did some brainstorming of the best way to be able to continue the mission. And one of the, the very first meetings we had happened on 9-11. So we never really finished that meeting. But it was through that time together that we decided that one of the best ways to continue the mission is through forming global partners. And the big emphasis on global partners really is not water, food, or education, but it's on building the relationships. You know, as we build a relationship with Mother Earth, we build a relationship with with all, we are all one. And I think it was through my mission time in Guatemala 
that I learned so much about the care of the earth. The Mayans, the indigenous Mayans, don't worship in a building. They really worship in the cathedral of the universe. I, I learned so much for, from them of the care of the earth. They really never feel, felt like a whole person unless they were able to plant. And even when they planted their corn or any kind of seed, they would ask God's forgiveness, first of all, for breaking open the earth. And they would bless the earth and their hands and the seeds and always had a ritual of gratitude. And so I guess it was mainly from the, from the Mayans that I learned so much. I met once with a Mayan priest, they're called Keepers of the Time. And we'd have these deep discussions. And he says, you know, your Bible says that you have dominion over the earth. He said, our Bible, Pope Vu says, we live in harmony with the earth. And so, I, you know, I just take so much of that into my own heart. Their Mayan word for God was kushku, kushulu, God, heart of heaven, heart of earth. And we would have these Mayan ceremonies to the six directions. And um, it just really touched my heart, all, all the learning that I did from them. Awesome. And how did the organization first get started? Well, that's when I was living at St. Rose's. I used to work out of the convent there. And then um, was invited to have an office at Elm Grove. And for really for a long time, I did it all by myself. I, I had the vision, but I knew I didn't want to work by myself. And so eventually had a team. Well, really, I didn't found it myself. It was founded by myself and Diane Hinkey. Diane met me once. I was at a demonstration in Washington, D.C. against landmines. And I just remember it started raining and we moved aside. And she said to me out of the clear blue, Jan, if I had some money from my father-in-law and gave it to you for Guatemala, how would you spend it? And I said, well, why don't you come with me to Guatemala? And then you can decide for yourself. And at that time, she was a stay-at-home mom. But she took the risk, and she came with me, and really her life was transformed. And for many, many years then, we worked together on Global Partners. Diane has done several trips. And what we do is we, we take people to see our water projects, to meet my friends, the, the Mayans, to have an experience of another people, another culture, and to build those relationships. Right now, it's a very sad time because for the last three years, Diane has been living with ALS and she can no longer walk or talk, but her mind is still there. Um, she was such a wonderful force to Global Partners. In fact, um, this Christmas, again, her family is surprising her with a Christmas present. They are donating towards the whole water project for Las Hoyas. And um, not only their family foundation, but every member of their family is giving a personal donation so that 636 people in this village will eventually have potable water. So they've done this in a, for a couple of years, doing something special in Diane's name. And so when one person in the family gets involved in something, it's like the whole family follows. <laughs> That's awesome. We began with a small group of dreamers. Eventually, um, we formed a board. 
people who would share the vision and have passion for for others really um the majority of our board members have now gone to guatemala and met the people and they see how we do our water projects we we don't do the project ourselves we help raise the money and build the relationships our main partner organization is ASUVI, Asociación Unidas por la Vida. And it's a group, a runoff of Caritas, the group that I used to work with in Guatemala. So they know me and they trust me and they trust the people that I bring. So we have a chance to go and visit different groups that I we've formed relationships with. But our, our main goal in going to Guatemala is to see the reality that people are living in and to see the difference that a water project can make. When we come, <laughs> the people really gather and they tell all kinds of stories of how life was before and after receiving water. I remember one of the very first water projects that I was called to bless, but this is when I was living in Rio Bravo. They invited me to bless a water project. And so we got to the source of the water and the people, they wore their best clothes, they brought their songbooks, <laughs> they splashed the water, they drank the water. And every year in April, they celebrate the anniversary of getting water. You know, sometimes we take so much for granted. And now during this pandemic, can you imagine so many people who don't have the resources that we have? Just that gift of water can save lives can give people an opportunity to plant food, um, to better healthcare, so much. And it's, it's beautiful, the relationships that have been built, because now since this pandemic, I have received so many emails and phone calls. How are you? How are the people of the United States? They keep hearing our pandemic numbers going up. Um, they, they really are concerned just as much as we're concerned with them. So Global Partners is about that building a mutual relationship, caring for one another. You know, as we care for Mother Earth, they're the ones that taught me such a reverence for the Earth. Um, we care for each other too. Thank you. The next question was, how does Global Partners Running Water fit into the goal or focus of Care for Creation? Well, part of creation, I'm thinking right now, are the people and the, the deep relationship we have with those who are still in need of water. Water is becoming the oil, the gold of the universe. It's, it's such a fragile resource right now. And what the School Sisters of Notre Dame do is we try to educate, advocate, and collaborate. And so that's what we do with water, with the care of creation, with trafficking, with peace and nonviolence, with all, with all of the efforts that we have on our Shalom Network. And we wouldn't be able to do any of those if we didn't have Mother Earth. And so it's just so very important that we do whatever we can to advocate for Mother Earth and take care of the resources that we have but also to learn how to share. Sometimes such a small population has so much, while others have very, very little. And so whatever we can do to bring more equity, equality into our, 
our world is something that we really strive for. Thank you. And then the last question is why why is care of creation important to the school sisters of Notre Dame? Our charism is to make one and we do that because we are living here on this planet earth that we won't have very long if we don't take care of it. Yes, care of creation is is very important because without that we wouldn't be able to do the rest of our outreach no matter what it might be. We have corporate stands on immigration that touches earth, on racism, on peace and nonviolence. Everything is uh, connected. And right now with um, climate change, we can see some of the small nation states being overcome with the waters. People are needing to move. The climate's affecting immigration. It's, It's affecting everything. But that means that we're, we're going to need to make some sacrifices, some personal sacrifices, so that others can live. You know, there's that saying, live simply so that others can simply live. I love that saying. Is there anything else then you had in your notes or that you really wanted to talk about or stories you wanted to share? It's totally your time. Sometimes people would invite me to their little huts. This one time especially, I, came, I went to visit, and people get so excited when you come to visit them. They had no chairs, so she sends her daughter to go and get a chair for me to sit down on. I didn't need a chair, but they insisted. And then the mother was wanted to make some lemonade, so she sent her daughter to go get some water. So I said, well, I'll walk with her. And we walked literally to a mud hole. And I thought, oh my gosh, how can I drink this lemonade? But it was done with such love, I just had to drink it. And I did not get sick. <laughs> that was a miracle. <laughs> and another time I visited little Felipa. I got to her house. Again, she had no chair, but they went to the neighbor's house to get a chair. I don't go to visit to be served, but you have to accept their hospitality before they even visit with you. She got down on the ground because it's um, just an earth hut. And um, she ground out a cup of coffee for me. She had to give me her only egg in the house. You know, I just felt terrible accepting it. And yet that's one of the hardest things to learn as a missionary is to be able to receive gifts. You know, when I first got to Guatemala, our sisters kind of scared me because they said, you know, people are always going to be begging for things. So I was afraid to answer the door. (laughs) And when I started answering the door, nobody came begging. They came bringing gifts, a loaf of bread, a bouquet of flowers. And this one time they brought me a live chicken and I didn't even know how to handle it. (laughs) So what I did was I threw it in the bathroom until everybody else got home. (laughs) And now our bathrooms there were not like the ones we have here. But no, I I found such hospitality from the people that I worked with. And when I came back, I just wanted to be able to continue that type of hospitality, mainly through our building of relationships, having other people meet them, working on projects together. Besides um, the water projects, we do have food projects right now and there was a great need for food during this pandemic Um, so through our website through our friends um, we've been able to send some donations towards food 
In the earlier years of Global Partners, we really had an animal project where people um, donated towards chickens or calves or goats or whatever. And people go through an education project of what do they have to do with the land um, in order to have the food for the land uh, for the animal. And I just remember there was one year, it was at Christmas time when our sisters at Elm Grove, they bought a goat for a family. And that year we had 158 goats for different families. The one that the sisters bought was the only one that died because that goat ate a thorn and we didn't have a veterinarian working with the project. <laughs> oh no. And so, you know, along the way, we run into all kinds of different little things that happen. That's fantastic. I love it. Um, do you also, would you want to talk about the future of Global Partners Running Waters? And, you know, if people are interested, how they can get involved or donate? Well, I really do wish that if anybody's interested, they would look at our website. Um, we have people now working as our social media person. And she's... Um, working at Mount Mary. We're hoping that in the future, our office will be at Mount Mary. Person, there are two people who are co-directors now, Jason Myler, who is the Spanish professor at Mount Mary, and Elizabeth Mueller. Um, both of them have traveled with me to Guatemala. Jason used to teach at Marquette, and we would take groups from Marquette, service community learning experience, so that's where I first met Jason and um, Elizabeth. I worked with her mother from Dominican High and um, we had uh, high school groups going to Guatemala. And so those, our two co-directors have had experience in Guatemala and are passionate about global partners. With our partner organization, Jorge is always sending us videos and pictures of the projects that we're working on. And Emily really does a good job of getting those up on the internet. Right now, we have a marketplace because during this pandemic, we had to cancel so many things. Uh, we had World Water Day planned. We we're gonna have a big celebration. We had two trips to Guatemala canceled. One was canceled, one is postponed now until October of next year. And I think all of these things you'll, you'll be able to see on the website. But the, um, what we were going to do at our World Water Day is have a marketplace. So we've been able to do it now through social media. And we are offering artisan artwork from Guatemala and from Peru. So it's a very unique opportunity. I think those who have traveled to Guatemala um, have continued to support us in what we're doing because they know the reality and they know that um, their gifts are always well used. Nobody gets a full salary for what they're doing. Most of our work is all volunteer work with um, a, a small stipend. Awesome. Thank you so much. And it, it's really, for me, a little sad that right now we only have one sister working in Guatemala. When I first got there, there were 17 of us. Wow. So, you know, times are changing, but that's why we have associates and global partners, people who can continue to share our charism and our ministry. For sure. So we're very grateful for those who collaborate with us. Definitely. Most of our trips are 
during Holy Week because that's when the people have so many processions. It's their popular religion. We understand why they do what they do. But because next year we're going to be going in October, we're going to be there for the Dia de los Muertos. Oh, wow. And the Guatemalans have a, a very special um, ceremony that they do at the, at the cemeteries. It's a kite flying contest. And some the kites are handmade. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it takes a team of about 12 people to get them in the air, but the designs that they make are just fantastic. And the, even the little kids make their own kites. And on the steps of the cathedrals and the churches, the people are burning incense because they believe that um, the incense goes to the heavens and it's their ancestors who, who went before them. And I think that's one of the things that I've really learned from the Mayans is just the deep respect that they have for those who have gone before them. And you learn the Mayan calendar and every day in the Mayan calendar is some, some day that's very special. Okay, and you know, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to really make known our international community. Mm. There, there's a pride there that we belong to an international community and we can work together on so many different things. Definitely. When we first started the water projects, I thought, well, maybe we could do one project one year, the next year we might be able to do two. Mm -hmm. And now we're over project 150. And it's just because of the generosity of so many people and students. You know, we've gone into to grade schools, we've given talks to Rotarians, people keep inviting us to, to share the story. And we have more and more people willing to do that for us now, too. Perfect. And if, if you look on our website at the Marketplace, one mm -hmm. of our volunteers who helps with the mission appeals offered her, some of her homemade stationery. She's an artist, so she's got her cards on our Marketplace, too. People awesome. collaborate in whatever ways they can, but it's been very difficult that we haven't been able to get together face-to-face. -to -face. All right. Thank you again. Thanks for listening. To find out more about the School Sisters of Notre Dame, Central Pacific Province, visit our website at www.ssndcp.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or listen on Spotify. Thanks so much for your support and have a wonderful day.